Welcome to Positively 365, a podcast by Joe Wattis. We wish to entertain, instruct, and motivate. If nothing else, hopefully we can entertain and inspire you to live a more positive life 365 days a year. We hope you enjoy this message. A man walks into a bar. He leans over and says to the bartender, Hey, will you give me a free beer if I show you something so amazing that I can guarantee you've never seen it before? The bartender says, Okay, but it had better be good. The man reaches into his coat pocket and pulls out a hamster. He sets the hamster down on the bar. It scurries about, jumps off the end, turns a perfect somersault in midair, and lands on the piano. Then he begins to dance across the keys, playing the piano beautifully. The bartender says, Wow, that's an incredible hamster. Have a beer. The man finishes his beer and says to the bartender, Hey, if I show you something that is so amazing, I can guarantee you've never seen it before. Will you give me another free beer? If it's as amazing as the hamster was, then sure, the bartender replies. So the man reaches into his other coat pocket and pulls out a frog. He sets the frog down on the bar, and the frog begins to sing beautifully. The bartender again is amazed, and the man earns another beer. As the man is drinking his beer, a guy at the other end of the bar walks over and says, What a performer! I'll give you $500 for that frog. The first man says, It's a deal, and sells the guy his frog. The bartender shakes his head slowly. Not that it's any of my business, mind you, but that was a real, living, singing frog. Why would you sell it for only $500? You could have made millions off of it. The man says, nah, don't worry. The hamster's also a ventriloquist. If you told me a year ago I'd be doing a podcast on how to stay positive during the pandemic, I'd probably have laughed it off. Who knew this is where we'd be today? If you're like me, your life has been turned upside down because of the COVID-19 outbreak. Work is different. Any social life has grounded to a halt. Social distancing is suddenly a word that we know and hear daily. Fear and uncertainty are rampant. Anxiety thrives on the unknown. By and large, despite all the ups and downs geopolitically, we've all become accustomed to relative stability and predictability. Now, however, our changing world all but ensures waking up to a new set of rules, limitations, and changes. In this week's episode of Positively 365, we will look at how to stay positive during a pandemic. But first, we have our trivia question of the day. Are you ready for it? Here it is. How many of Snow White's seven dwarves had names ending in the letter Y? We will have the answer when we come back. Do you know the answer to this week's trivia question? The question was, 
How many of Snow White's seven dwarves had names ending in the letter Y? There were five. They were Dopey, Grumpy, Sneezy, Sleepy, and Happy. Now you know. At a certain point, our anxiety can lead us into some dark mental spaces. The anxious brain, in a desperate effort to attain some sense of certitude, fills in the uncertainty with worst-case scenarios, even if these scenarios are based on the flimsiest of information. While it does keep us alert to potential dangers, hoping we'll see them coming and avoid them, it can very often lead us into panic, avoidance, rash decisions, or falling into a deep hole of sadness. Depression and anxiety often go hand in hand. If we can all think of terrible situations and outcomes, failure and struggle, with no sense of escape or agency, of course we'll feel depressed. It saps our energy to work, it constrains our sense of hope that things will get better, and it can overpower our rational state of mind. But there is hope. Despite your anxious brain's effort to highlight the terrible, and despite your depression sucking any sense of optimism from your day, you can find hope in the midst of a pandemic. With some intentional effort, you can learn and practice several skills that will boost your sense of confidence despite the crisis, nurture optimism, and build emotional flexibility so you can handle the instability. Here are five very concrete steps you can take beginning today. Number one, focus on what you can control. Fear and depression can make you feel powerless. Additionally, your anxious brain and depression can conspire against you to highlight how your life is worse and limited. You can't see your friends. The stock market is taking a nosedive along with your retirement. I'm so scared I can barely breathe. While you cannot control your feelings, your thoughts, or the actions of others, you are not totally powerless. Shifting your attention towards those aspects of life that you can control can help restore your sense of agency and self-confidence. Things in your control can be as simple as your daily and nightly routine, what you eat, and what you wear each day. They can also be as profound as how you speak to yourself, how you'll pursue your beliefs and goals, and how you'll respond under pressure. Whether they be big or small, mundane or extraordinary, challenge yourself to make a list of all the things within your control. I bet you'll surprise yourself with how much will be on that list. Number two, limit your media intake. In order to get ahead of the virus and be up to date on the CDC's and WHO's recommendations, you may be glued to the news, to your phone, and to the media. Of course, we all want information and guidance on what we can and should do to keep ourselves and our families safe, but the amount of information can be a double-edged sword. 
limiting how much time you spend watching the news, listening to the radio, and scrolling through social media can help restore a sense of normalcy while reducing your sense of dread. This doesn't mean putting your head in the sand, but being knowledgeable and respectful of your own emotional and psychological limits. If you start to notice yourself getting agitated, fearful, or depleted when you're seeking news, then it's time for a break. Very likely, the general guidelines of wash your hands and maintain social distance will not change if you take a few hours to disconnect and unplug. Number three, remember that people are still working to make it better. After some time in quarantine and being surrounded by bad news, you can start to believe that nothing is getting better, thinking things like the government isn't helping, doctors don't know what they're doing, or people don't respect the health guidelines. At the risk of sounding like a cliché, we can find hope in the oft-quoted line of Mr. Rogers, who said, When I was a boy, I would see scary things in the news. My mother would say to me, Look for the helpers. You will always find people who are helping. Today, there are stories of police officers shopping for the elderly, doctors coming out of retirement to lend a hand, and families sharing their food and toilet paper, that's right, even the coveted toilet paper, with others who are in need. Your anxiety and depression can minimize these stories so it's your job to seek them out and remind yourself that there are helpers and people who care to make the situation better. Number four, invest in the uplifting. Surrounding yourself with uplifting media, people, activities, and thoughts help encourage a more optimistic and joyful mindset, even in the face of stress and loss. For many, this can be difficult, and you should not expect to magically change your thoughts and feelings overnight. But the more you see, think, and do that reflects peace, happiness, and positivity, the more it can influence your mood and your outlook. I'm sure you've heard of comfort food. It used to help promote a feeling of warmth, joy, and frivolity. It's not health food. That's not the point. So who and what are your comfort food people, movies, TV shows, books, or activities? Now is the time to enjoy them. Finally, number five, set a personal schedule and goals. Using your time wisely, sticking to a routine, and being productive help promote a sense of hope that you and your life are progressing. In the face of occupational and social change, you may lose your productivity and tenacity while failing to see what the purpose of it all is. You may fall into idleness and subsequent discouragement. Instead, take some time to create a new schedule and routine in light of the changing times. While you may be socially isolating and working remotely, you can still get up and get ready for work as you normally had and commute to your newly designated home workplace in the corner of the apartment. Make space in your schedule for breaks, lunch, and chatting at the water cooler, even if that is just texting with friends. 
Continuing to take steps toward your personal and career goals can also help you maintain hope throughout all of this. This may be through exercise, reading, writing, honing old skills, or even acquiring new skills. While the pandemic may have put some things on hold, you should continue to take reasonable steps toward becoming your own ideal self. All five of these steps can help you to maintain a positive outlook even in the midst of a pandemic. There is an ancient parable that goes like this. One day an elephant saw a hummingbird lying on its back with its tiny feet up in the air. What are you doing? asked the elephant. The hummingbird replied, I heard that the sky might fall today, so I'm ready to help hold it up should it fall. The elephant laughed cruelly. Do you really think, he said, that those tiny feet could help hold up the sky? The hummingbird kept his feet up in the air, intent on his purpose, as he replied, Not alone, but each must do what he can, and this is what I can do. Thank you for joining us today. Please consider taking a moment to like, rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. You can also connect with us and join the conversation on Facebook. Just search for Positively 365. We would love to hear from you. So until next time, stay positive today and every day, 365 days a year.